forever, O oh Lord. Thy word is settled in us forever, O oh Lord. Thy word is settled. that when the Lord begins flying at that level with his speed, the church of God can comprehend. We have done a brief introduction of grace as 
the assumption of divinity for your outcomes. Instead of you doing the pulling of strings, the lifting of hammers and pickaxes, the toiling of all night, instead of you doing the laboring without rest. The grace of God is when God himself picks up the responsibility of the best outcomes that your life should hold. That is where we say this is the grace of God at work. When it should depend on you, your efforts, your stress to receive forgiveness of sins, to maintain righteousness, to see progress and advancement to see your breaking forth. And grace says, leave all of that to me. I know how to get you free from the burden of sins. I know how to set you free and impute into you the righteousness of God. I know how to do all the pulling of strings for you so that you can confess to being my righteousness. I know how to make you holy. I know how to do all of that. It is my job. When divinity assumes responsibility for your outcomes, then you can say, grace is at work. Truthfully speaking, any time it had depended on man, there are failures. I'll say it again. Any time it had depended on man, all we saw were failures. And God introduced us to this so profoundly when he started our lives. He showed us that as long as you lay claim to responsibility for fulfillment, what will stare you in the face is failure. If you don't let grace take over, if you don't let divinity assume responsibility, if you don't say, God, it lies in your hands. This result, I'm going to get it anyway, but I'm not going to fight for it. God, the fight is yours. You do the fighting, I do the enjoyment. You do the stressing, I do the celebration. 
If you don't maintain this orientation, all you will see is repeated failure. Let the Spirit of God show us this. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 28 downwards. In Genesis 1 and 28 downwards, you find the scripture revealing to us, and God blessed them. And God did what? Church. And God did what? And God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the earth, and over everything that moveth upon the face of the earth. Let's leave it there. This was divinity assuming responsibility. Saying that I declare on you. This is what I am imputing into you. I'm not giving you room for choice. Be fruitful. The other believer in the house shouted, I'm fruitful. I'm fruitful. No. Felt like there were just some few believers in the house. Hmm. Koreseti koshata kasa de steke na sonteke fe parado shidegestaha. Can I have a believer declare? I don't have a choice. Hmm. This is grace at work. This is grace at work. Can I get a believer say it again? I don't have a choice. I am fruitful. All those who really want to do this, stand to your feet. Not everybody, please. Not everybody, please. All those who want to do this. Mm. This is how the Spirit of God has dealt with us. He breaks in whenever, wherever, and does whatever he wants to do. Can I have a child of God in the house declare it again? I don't have a choice. Grace has taken over. I am fruitful. I am fruitful. I am fruitful. I am fruitful. It has been said over me. It has been said over me that I am fruitful. And so I am. And so I am. And so I am. I am fruitful. I am fruitful. I produce. I produce. I am productive. 
I am productive not by works not by might not by my power but by the working of the abundant grace Kaloba Shunte Kapronde Besende this year is seeing fruits from my life in an abounding fashion. Settle down. From the day the Lord declared, Be fruitful, man has not failed being fruitful. Because it did no more depend on man. Can I say that again? From the day God declared, be fruitful. Man has not ceased being fruitful. Because it did no more depend on man. He assumed responsibility. And said, be fruitful. I have planted into you fruitfulness. And in your fruitfulness, multiply. And replenish the earth. Church, hear me. When God was saying this, and he was viewing the full earth but standing in a tiny little corner of the earth with only two men one womb man and one seed man only two But when God has responsibility, he knows how to envisage the workings by bringing only two same-looking beings to produce all manner of human beings. The same people God put in his garden at Eden are the progenitors of Africans in our color, of Asians, of Europeans. When God was looking at two, seeing that this time it depends on me. He couldn't be bothered having only two men and say, feel the earth. Feel the earth. Feel the whole earth. But whether it works or not, as we talk today, What do you see in the population of men? I bring you an announcement that it depends on God. 
this is grace. That God assumes responsibility. That small thing you have set up. That tiny little thing you have. It does not scare God how little your life looks right now. If he can use only two people to fill the whole earth, he can use you. I wish there was a recipient in the house. If he can use anything, Lord, he can use you. I speak over your life. You are fruitful. You multiply. You replenish the earth. You subdue the earth. You subdue the earth. Lay hands on yourself. Declare it. I'm a charge taker. Nobody drives me around. I am a charge taker. I have dominion. 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 I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I don't let go. I don't let go. I'm in charge. I am fruitful. I produce. God said, man, I want to show you the way of life. Mankind, I want to show you the way of life. The way of life is where it depends on me. Not all the buttons you try to punch. Not all the things, the schemes you try to undertake. Trying to pull people down so that you will rise up. Trying to destroy other people's image so that you will shine. It is not the way to go. Trying to fight people's properties out of their hands so that you can have it. No. He said it does not work like that. You don't have to shove anybody out of their way. Your productivity remains in the responsibility I have assumed. And I say, be fruitful. Church, listen. All the things the Lord said came to pass as it were. Look here, the, the singular thing, the only one thing that God said, let that one depend on you. You take your time and read the scripture. See all the things God came in and said, be. Let it be. Until today. They are still functioning. But the only one thing that God said, thou shall not. The responsibility comes on you. That was the same thing man failed in. That failed in man's life. In chapter 2, he said, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shall not eat. 
He said, as for that, I leave the responsibility to you to show humanity that it must always depend on me. Thou shall not eat. What happened to man? Man could not hold himself back. Because church, any time the matter depended on man, all we saw was failure. All we saw was failure. It never worked the way God said it had to work. Now lift your heads and let me get to the strong point. That it depends on God is always transported to us by his word. Listen good. God would only show you he has assumed responsibility always. Please, not once will it slip. It will always happen by his word. So if anything is ever brought to you and they said it was of God and it is not consistent with what God is telling you. What God has said, run away from it. It doesn't matter who is saying it. It doesn't matter who is talking it. It doesn't matter who is doing it. The only one thing your heart should fret for, should pant for, should look out for, is his word. Because that is what communicates the grace and the abounding grace, the more grace, the much more grace. To every individual life. Nothing else. No other practice else. No other ritual. No other statute communicates. This grace of God. This responsibility of God. He only had to come and look at them. And say be fruitful. By word. And from that day till now. If you want to ensure that you are walking in this abounding grace. Look out for the word of God in it. That is the only way he does the communication. That is how he does it. Lift your heads. Let me send you a signal from scripture. Where we just read in Acts. And now brethren, I commend you to God. I commend you to God. He says that I am placing you in the center of God and the word of his grace. I set before you I said, 
like a big dinner table. And you have to enjoy. I said it before you. I commend you to God. And to the word of his grace. Let me give you a minute's background. Apostle Paul had gone around doing ministry. Teaching people. Helping people. Getting them to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. But like he further teaches. When anybody gets to encounter Jesus Christ. They must mature. They must enjoy the verities of this new creation. Unfortunately for him. He preached and made souls in Ephesus. But he had to move on and leave this new converts in Ephesus. He had to leave them and go and take care of other people. So the burden on Apostle Paul's life was, I just preached to them. They just got saved. Which prophet can come and take care of them when all of them are new converts? Which overseer can I hand them to to be having home-based classes with them? Which shepherd of a pastor among them can I get? When I look around, all the priests I see do not have what it takes to raise new converts in the new creation orientation. So what will I do? The burden of who watches over these souls was on the heart of Apostle Paul. What do I do? How do I handle it? How will these people mature? How will these people advance? What at all? Which of them? He looks at them and he said, put a few people together and call them your leaders and cause them to come and meet me. In the burden of Apostle Paul, whilst he was running around, he said, hey, go ahead, tell the Ephesian church that the people they put together as leaders, they should cross me at Prisons Junction. I am from Mobile. I'm going towards Ahuju. Let them meet me at prison junction. I have a strong communication for them. Everybody listen to this. From verse 29. For I know this. That after my departing. Shall grievous wolves. Enter among you. Not sparing the flock. And it shall happen also that of your own selves among you shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Hmm. Therefore watch and remember all that you have received in three years Never ceasing to warn everyone night and day with tears. All my rounds in three years been warning everybody. So you Ephesians my brethren 
against grievous wolves. Grievous, not just wolves. If it's a grievous human being, he's dangerous. If it's a wolf, he's terrible. But if it's a grievous wolf, then it means there is utmost danger. But Apostle Paul says, there is something that can handle grievous wolves. There is something. They are terrible. They are bad. They are destructive. They are dangerous. But there is something that can deal with them. My brethren, knowing that grievous wolves will come, knowing that perverse people who speak perverse things will come, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. I know you need to be built. So I have made the best choice for you. I commend you to God. Can I have somebody say the word of his grace is building me. The word of his grace is building me. It is the word of his grace that is upholding us. That is keeping us. That is sustaining us. That is taking us to the next level. I bring you an announcement. This year, the word of his grace is taking you to the next level. The word of his grace is working you so mightily, so powerfully. The word of his grace is doing it. If you lose consciousness of the word of his grace, the word that his grace carries, the word that is produced by his grace, the word that is used by his grace. If you, church, let's say, The word of his grace is a personality. We'll look deep into it going into the year. How can you commend me to anything that is a non-entity? So I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Number one, which is able to build. Do you know the measure of the building? To a stature that you will be more than a grievous wolf. If he builds anything less than a grievous wolf, he's done a useless job. So know what you are above. Know what you have been set up for. What God is doing in you. I wish to speak over your life. There shall not a man stand before you all the days of this year. There shall not a spirit stand before you all the days of this year and beyond there shall not an adversary stand before you all the days of this year going forward for the word of his grace is building you is building you is building you and working you he's working you he's building you let them do all they can 
Let them show all their grievousness. You are built. I wish there was a hearer in the house. Child of God, you are built. You are built. You are built. You are built by the working of the word of his grace. This grace has a word which is able to build you. Build you up. Build you up. Oh my shataka. Can I speak to somebody right now? Precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. And line upon line. Here a little. There a little. Mm. Here a little. There a little. How many of us have seen amazing tradesmen building before? When you go out there to look at him, you would think he would never finish. Precept upon precept. You know what he does? He picks one block and he carries it to the place, put a little mortar there, and then puts the block on. He goes to carry another block. He brings it. That is what we call precept upon precept. There is a building going on. Sometimes if you are not conscious of this, you come to Christ and you think nothing is happening. You are going to become a cadet officer. When we met you in this church, what rank did you have? In this church, he was a lance corporal. Today, he's going to be a commissioned officer. You might think nothing is happening. And I'm telling you, many of you will not understand your testimony. There are a couple of officers who are angry at me. Because run down to the time. Okay. She understands what I'm saying. Why have I prayed for only my church members to go through? And I said, who should come and receive word? And then you sit somewhere and come and take of the word, benefit and go. Say, I'm sorry to say, baby, I'm sorry. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. Now, I'm sorry if you cry more. Baba, baby, say, I'm sorry. The mad rush of calls. That started coming to me. Please, we know, we know, we know. Please pray. We are going for this. I don't waste time. I don't waste time. I said, come to church. When you come to church, God will do those things for you. Come and receive word. Come and sit in church. As they are angry now. But you know what? I told him that tell all your squad. It's a formality you are going through. The thing is done. After the Lord said, this year, your promotion has happened. I said, go. Yes. It's just a formality. Just go and go through. The word of his grace. I speak over your life. That you are built. It looks little. It looks tiny. It looks small. 
It's one block. It's just one block. The missing is laying. But that is how you are built. That is all the rest of you. You are next in line. Your time is coming. You will defy the odds. 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 It will be miraculous. You will defy the odds. It will be miraculous. You will defy the odds. It will be miraculous. You will defy the odds. It will be miraculous. You will defy the odds. It will be miraculous. You will defy the odds. It will be miraculous. You will defy the odds. It will be miraculous. You will defy the odds. For it will be miraculous. All the places they say you will not enter. I speak over your life by the working of his grace. That is the level you are going to function from. That is the level you are going to approach from. They say you cannot go in. But you are going to be the head in there. They say it will never be yours. But you will be displaying it to even the adversaries. They say you cannot handle it. But I tell you, you will be full of it. For the word of his grace is accomplishing this. I wish the believer in the house would shout that something is happening. <laughs> something is happening. Something is going on. He's doing it. Whatever his word has said to you. Whatever his word has said to you. The word of his grace. The word of his grace faileth not. He will not just build you. But he will give you inheritance. He will give you inheritance. Among them that are sanctified. The word of his grace. Is loaded with inheritance. Child of God I speak over your life. Your inheritance is in the word of his grace. Your inheritance is in the word of his grace. In his word, your inheritance remains. When he's speaking it to you, he speaks it because it carries your inheritance. It does not lie with any man. It lies in the word. In the word. Do you have the word of his grace over your life? Your inheritance has been discharged to you. In the word of his grace. In the word of his grace. Not only are you being built up. I wish to talk over your life. The testimony of Jesus. Which is the spirit of prophecy. That you will not be built up and broke. You will not be built up and broke. You will not be built up and broke. You will not be built up and be broke. Hayako Shanda Gabasonte. As you are being built up, ah, your inheritance, your inheritance, 
among them that are sanctified. Hayako shende gedegea. Parado sandoga. Church, I hear the Spirit of God say there is a corporation in the house. There's a corporation, a huge corporation in the house. I don't know who you are, but the Spirit of God speaketh expressly that there is a corporation in the house. A huge corporation, not just a business, not just a business. But a corporation, a corporation, a corporation, a corporation. And I announce it to the church that your inheritance among the saints this day is established in the name of Jesus. The word of his grace has capacity. To bring you inheritance among them that are sanctified. Inheritance in the realms of the spirit where you are blessed. Inheritance in the elements of ministry where you are blessed. Inheritance in your material and physical and natural life where you are blessed. Inheritance in your economic life where you are blessed. In your social life where you are blessed. Inheritance among them that are sanctified. I speak it again over your life. You will not be built and broke. Can I have the church who can appreciate this truth? Declare with me. Silver and gold. Have I none? It's not my story. You will not be left powerful and broke. You will not only dispense word. Wherever you stand, as you emit power you discharge inheritance also the world comes to see the lord of the lord from your spirit of your blessings you bless of your blessings you bless of your blessings you bless every encounter with you will be marked as a day of transformation the day of turnaround
Rekomogodosta. Fabigo Dios Santaka. That land is never the same again because of you. That land is never the same again because of you. That land is never the same again because of you. It will no more depend on your word. But the word of his grace. Whose results will be seen tangibly in your life. Whose results, whose fruits will be seen as you dispense the power to build up and the power to bless. Call it Santa Caparade. Vegebege Sinto Caprandaga. Iro Commando de Rebo Sende Kidagashataka. Faparadi, you're called to do. You're called to do. You are called to do. You are called to do. Mayo Satapia Kuda Bashanta. Infarakinde Kede de Masuentele. Vebrenoke Dikia Gadagaya. Makunte de Santaka. Varaparundi Shibrandu Gadagaya. Rekede de Bosandaga. As the power of God flows through you, the wealth of God flows through you. Imayato shanda bagasoteke, kubelelelebo siotaka. Wherever your footsteps, you come in power and in blessing. Ayakasunda avabayatoshte. Kolive sekunda gabrande gede, kimonele pere gede gede, antuante lelelemo sata. Church, listen to this. There is something about the word of his grace you don't have to miss. You don't have to set aside. If you get the blessed opportunity of finding a place where the word of his grace gets dispensed, don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. Because the word is the transporter of the abounding grace and this manifestation for everything you have to do. I'll say that again. The word of his grace is the transporter of all the verities of the abounding grace into the life of a recipient. If you have respect for the word of his grace, man, you're gone. I'm telling you, you're gone. Can, can we ask Ezekiel the truth in this claim in chapter 2? Ezekiel, just, just affirm what Omayo Santa. We are already in prayer as we are reading these things. As we are reading these things, get yourself. Is Ezekiel 2. Start from verse 1. He said unto me, Son of man, stand upon your feet and I'll speak unto you. I don't have time to go into the full length of Ezekiel's posture and position, his place of infirmity, how he could not do anything by himself. The Lord just came and said unto him, Stand on your feet and I'll speak unto you. He couldn't. I continue in verse 2. 
and the spirit entered into me when he said so something was transported from the word when he said so please i'm pleading with you again that there is no bottle of oil no container of powder nothing that we have in this family to offer you we can't give you any pot to go and keep in your room we can't give you any apron to wear at special times for anything because we have known that the spirit for productivity the spirit for activity has a vehicle that transports it and that vehicle is his word when he started speak stand up and let me speak to you whilst he could not stand up he said just that declaration released the spirit please complete the reading and let me speak over the lives here and the spirit entered into me and the spirit entered into me and the spirit entered and the spirit entered do i have people in this church listen to me everything the lord has said you will do there is a spirit for the doing in the word if you joke with it you are the enemy to yourself assign whatever reason you want and joke with it you have become your own enemy if you stay in readiness of spirit speak lord to me as he speaks to you i want to repeat that that saith the lord that you his people you will possess the land when his word comes forth this way there is a spirit in the word that ooh, ooh, enters church listen this one is the bigger than any laying on of hands and the spirit of the lord and the spirit entered into me what time when he spake unto oh, me oh, oh, oh. when did the spirit enter into him when did the spirit enter as you said, opening your spirit up, one of the worst curses you can curse yourself is to close up when the word of the Lord, please, if you are not sure it is the word of the Lord, close up. Don't let it enter you. You would have blessed yourself for doing that. But if you are sure, I can see the word of God in what is happening. At the time that he's speaking, the doing of the word is in that spirit. I will tell somebody in the house, you will live in a house you did not build.
when he drops the word the spirit to do it to do the word is in the word as he's speaking to you as he's speaking to you the spirit to do that is in the word that comes to you as he spoke to me and set me upon my feet stand, stand up let me talk to you i could not stand up then as he speak the spirit entered whether from my head my mouth from beneath however there was an entry he set me there was an entry upon my feet and when the spirit entered, he set me upon my feet. That I heard him that spake on As you continue receiving, you continue to receive the word of his grace. I speak over your life. You will never be down. I will never be You will never be down. You will be set. You will be set up on your feet. Settle down quickly, let me do this. Who has been healed of anything in this house since you came to the Lord? A headache, a tummy ache, or something that was chronic. You've been healed of anything. Come. There's a man of God, pastor out there. I just want a few examples. Everybody listen to them. What injection did we give you in this house? What did we do to you? What medication did I prescribe for you? Huh? No medication. We didn't prescribe any medication. What ritual did we do for you? No ritual. What aquanjure did we give you? Nothing. All we did against that disease, that sickness, was speak the word of God. Listen. And the spirit in the word enters to bring to pass what the word said. I want you to believe this. 
your case was no different. All you realized was that it's gone. Farako Sandege. Church, listen to it. This word, get them, get them to their seats. Karo Shanteke If you don't know anything at all, watch these things. That all we do. I'm looking for somebody who. Come here. Come here. I wish they are connected to us on Facebook to understand this. But today I'll tell you they are champion. She has fallen flat before you. The list can go on and on. But I'm telling you today. Uncle, give me way. Give me way. Let me show her. Look, look into my face. Release your hands. Everybody watch. Just be alert out there. Mm. The power that brings them flat before your faces in this world. Today I declare to you that all of them have fallen flat in your presence. By this word of God. Today. The number they placed you on their list. I declare it cancelled on their list. You will no more be identified. In their screens. You will not be known. Now take the power. <laughs> Let them go and contest the word of God. The word announces your victory today. After all those labors, now everybody listen to me. What force did I use to push her? What force did I use? Thank you. What energy did I exert to get her move? You don't know. 
what the word of God does. This word of God and his grace, when it is released to you, If you like, let's mark today and ask her to go and verify and bring us reports. If you like, let's mark today and see. Because we've seen it over and over and over and over. You say it, you speak it here, and then they start reacting there. Psalm 107 and verse 25. Quickly, let's read and let's know when the word of God is released. What are some of the things that happens? 107, I'm sure. Quickly throw it there, let me see. Mm. Psalm 107, the verse number 25. For he commanded and raised the stormy wind which lifted up the waves thereof. Please repeat that reading. Psalm 107, the verse number 25. For he commanded and raised the stormy wind which lifteth up the waves thereof. Translated, commanded is to speak, to say. When he speaks, he raises a storm. When the word comes, I speak over your life this year by the word of his grace. Anything that is opposed to you will not stop living in storms. They will be fighting themselves, saving their own lives. As the word of his grace comes and you open up to the word of his grace, if they say they are opposed to you, the word will raise a storm in their lives. He raises a storm and he lifts up the ways. He's a because of you. Can I say to somebody right now? Because of you, the waves will not lie low in their lives. I wish you have a hearing right now. Because of you, uh, the waves will not go down. The waves are lifted up. The waves are lifted up. The waves are lifted up. Whoever they are, they will not have their way. They will not have their way. You are pulling through. You are pulling through. I don't know, but I feel somebody shouted, I'm ahead. The word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. When this word is released, there is a racing of storms. You know what the word does? Even if there is no storm. The word will create a storm and raise it against them. In the car. Who raise a storm. I wish some men of God would appreciate what I'm telling them. I wish some men of God would appreciate what I'm telling them. When you lift your voice and you speak the word of God, you raise a storm. 
you raise a storm. You raise a storm. Anybody here who knows how to speak the word of his grace, declare it. I am a storm raiser. You know how to raise a storm. You know how to lift waves. Never again. I say you are ahead. I'm ahead. Don't, you know what? Don't fret. You are ahead. If you see them trying to play any games around your life, listen, listen to what you do. You turn and look at you and them. Then you continue. You look back between you and the shout it. I raise storms. I lift waves by the word of his grace. By the word by of the word of his grace. By the word of his grace. Child of God, I speak over your life. You are never disadvantaged. Never disadvantaged. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Please help me read Joel chapter 2 whilst you're on your feet. Rekadogo Shanta Kavaradogo Sente Prophet Joel's writing Joel 2 and 11. Everybody listen, listen to this. Look here. Joel 2. Man of God, wait, give me attention. I want everybody to listen to this. How many of us here have followed ministry to now recognize that all the prophets, they prophesied about the grace which was to come on us? How many of us heard that ministry? That if you read the writings of the prophets, the only thing you can preach is the word of his grace. For the prophets searched diligently. I say it again. Prophets who survive on Akwanchere have not met the word of his grace. If you survive on Akwanchere, no. So whether there is or not, I have to tell the people. If you survive after reading, I'm telling you, this is not something it's not a philosophy I am making. Those who were here, we saw it from the Bible. We read it from the word of God. The spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. And Jesus, of his fullness, have we all received grace for grace. And then Apostle Peter comes to expound vividly that every prophet that ever spoke the only prophets who did not preach grace in the Bible were those who never spoke. But all those who spoke, they prophesied of the grace which was to come on us. Please, I'm pleading with you. Don't steal your head from this grace. Don't take... 
what Apostle, uh, Prophet Joel gives us a little admonishment by his prophecy. Let's listen to it. Joel 2, 11. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. What will the Lord use before his army? I don't like this when you are enjoying a word like that and you forget to declare. What does the Lord utter before his army? Oh, my Sunday. What, what is going ahead of you? The what goes ahead of you? The voice. What goes ahead of you? His voice. Somebody tried to connect to this thing as a word. Because of his word that goes before his army, his camp is very great. His camp is very great. Declare it under the word of his grace. Under the word of his grace. I am in the great camp. I'm in the great camp. I am in the great camp. I'm in the great. I am in the great camp. I'm in the great. I am in the great camp. I'm in the great camp. That is why the devil today, you go to several places. When you someone says, Oh, dear Manfuano. Word, 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 word. Church, listen. Unless you are somebody who superficially have the form but you deny the power then you can go and join that slogan he said that I utter my word my voice before you and because my voice is the one leading them my camp can I have some I'm, I'm telling you that the next level two you have the word of his grace to conquer it and live it, enjoy it to the finish. You and your children will remain in this word of his grace as all gets fulfilled even unto you. Church, hear that. He said that for his camp is very great. Any camp that has the voice of God leading you, you are not small. I'm not small. I'm big. I'm big. I want to say this again. I'm not small. Create whatever camp you want. Mm -mm -mm. Join whatever camp you want. Belong to whatever camp you like. If the voice of God is not leading that camp, you are small. In that office. Mumusa, a camp that has fallen flat before him in the office. He said he belongs to a camp that has the voice of God leading him. He said, don't mind them. Let them do their bit. Let them do their worst. And as I talk to you today, that camp is trying to investigate him to find where he went to. Child of God, the voice of his grace is leading you. The word of his grace is leading you. Let's take this last admonishment from Prophet Joel. For he 
is strong, but executed his word. What do you execute? What do you execute? What do you execute? What do you function in? What do you operate in? He said that anybody who executes his word, please, the strongest one is not the one with muscles. The strongest one is not the one with management backing. The strongest one is not the one who has a pastor's support. The friend of the pastor is not the strongest one. The strongest one is not the one who has political backing. But the strongest one, the strongest one, the strong one is he that says, I have a saith the Lord in my life. And that is the only thing I operate in. That is the only thing I execute. Slip your right hand up. I don't execute the negativity. I don't execute. I don't execute the bad sayings. I don't execute the bad sayings. I don't operate in the negative declarations. I don't operate in the negative declarations. My functionality. My functionality. My operation. My operation. My execution. My execution. Is in the word of his grace. Is in the word of his grace. Child of God, this is your strength. Child of God, this is your strength. This is your strength. This is your strength. This is your strength. Bow down your head with me wherever you are in the name of Jesus. I speak over every life here. I declare over every life here. That sensitivity to the work of his grace which is able to build and give us an inheritance among them that are sanctified is our portion. That is how we live. That is how we move. That is how we have our being in the precious name which is above every other name, even the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.